Last chapter, our group had a rather rude awakening in Basin by another one of the merchants demanding that the boss wishes to talk to them. However, once they'd left Basin and were deep enough into the forest, they were ambushed. Even stranger yet, one of the merchants had a rather similar mask that the group had encountered before, and one of Calanthea's horns had been embedded into it. After defeating them and inspecting them, they were told by the mayor to flee to the next town over, the town of Casvault, due to its high peacekeeper presence. The party entered the town under the name Bean Brigade. Once they got their bearings, discovered that a peacekeeper was murdered within the town walls last night. What else will they discover? My name is Ashley, and I play Low Pirate. Hi, my name is Bree, and I will be playing Kyrie. Hi, I am Nyx, and I'll be playing Avani. Hi, I'm March, and I play Flint Bright. Hi, my name is John, and I'll be playing Gooey. And I'm Rob, the procrastinating DM, and welcome to the Homebrew. Uh, you had room one and room four, I believe. Um, room one was Little Bird and Kyrie, and room four was everyone else. <laughs> uh, you all slept in hammocks, and the night came fairly quickly without disturbance. It, the night seems to be a bit more hustle and bustle than Basinth and Fapenwall, the towns that you had previously spent the nights in. You can still hear like the heavy clinking of Peacekeeper armor as they walk past and patrol the streets. There's um, oil-lit lamps that kind of illuminate and shine some light in through the windows and such. But other than that and the occasional argument breaking out within uh, like people's homes and stuff like that, your night passed fairly uneventful, and you wake up into the morning. The windows themselves don't have curtains, and the sun begins shining through, bringing with it a, a nice, comfortable warmth. The last two places that you've slept at didn't have windows, so this has stopped the, the, the wind and the moisture in the air and stuff like that, and it's just a nice, warm heat coming through with the light that gently stirs you from your sleep. Room 1 would wake up first, because room 4's on the opposite side. But, uh, Kyrie and Little Bird, you two are awake. Uh, I'm gonna say that you're all awake, because it's gonna be about 9am, but the day is yours. Do what with it what you will. I mean, I, I've kind of... <laughs> you know, uh, already said that Little Bird basically wakes up with the dawn. Um... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, while everyone else is asleep, I'm going to sneak out. Okay. Uh, and just, like, try not to wake anyone up. And I'm going to go back to the... Is that Dooley's? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see if she's open yet. Um, make a stealth check for not waking up Kyrie. <laughs> okay. Uh... <clears throat> Ooh, uh, that's an 11. Kyrie, what's your passive perception? Uh, 14. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, Kyrie. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just gonna, like, jump and shit myself and just run out the door. <laughs> okay, you make your way downstairs. The tavern is 
not got any lamps on at the moment or anything like that. There's no patrons in. You open the door and step outside. You can see a couple of crowns go kind of <sighs> yawning and scratching their face. You make your way like four doors down and peer in through Dooley's window and the door's locked. You can't see any lights on. Is there any signs around saying like what time they open? Uh, there's a piece of parchment kind of like stuck to the inside of the window uh, that says 10am to 9pm. Bollock. <laughs> Just single bollock. Guess I'll go back to the fucking tavern and, and get some breakfast and wait for everyone. No one's in the tavern yet! No, I'm just gonna go, uh, like, go to the tavern and just hang out and see what happens. Okay, yeah. You hang out for about another two hours before everyone else starts to wake from their slumber. Yeah. <laughs> What's everyone else gonna do? I am going to put myself in front of the door, draw my sword, and say, No one leaves until I know why I almost died the other day. I swear to God. You talk now. You did almost die the other day. I forgot about that. I did almost die. Have, you have talk you now. Our, have you left our room? Or is this just in the tavern in general? Yeah, I'm assuming it's in your room. Yeah, I'm not letting anyone leave the room. Our room. <laughs> I mean, Goose is a puddle at this point. They haven't actually woken up yet. <laughs> What's this about? What is it? Captain, what's what's going on? Y'all have just been woken up by an angry captain flailing at Sora and sword around. Feeding intensifies. You all would have had a long rest by now, so you would all like have your health back and stuff. Oh yeah, true. Just assume that if you spend the night at a tavern, unless something in particular happens, you've had a long rest. So, <laughs> I guess an angry pirate is uh, shouting in my room now? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um... Uh, this is up to you guys to RP how this plays out. That's fine by me. <laughs> please calm down. Um, please, please don't swing your sword around. I, I don't want to get hurt, please. I almost died. Okay, it would have been a bit nice if when we first met you were like, Hey, by the way, we are getting chased by creepy people in weird masks. You know, kind of the thing you preface before taking two people on and not telling them about any of it. Well, to be fair, um, I'm not sure what's happening either. I'm just aware that some bad people are around. But, can I roll but, an insight? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> insight, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can see if uh, Ivan is lying. Because Flint does not believe him. That is... What is the insight? Oh, the minus one. <laughs> also, I like how you, the only melee fighter, is swinging a sword around in a room <laughs> with the two squishy <laughs> people in the party. That's not fine. the only melee fighter. <laughs> no, in the room, uh, I mean. Because a... you're downstairs and Kyrie's just sat <laughs> in a room on her own. <laughs> It's a five on that insight check, by the way. <laughs> seems hard to read. Uh, he seems to be being forthright, though. I I reach for my uh, shamisen spear just in case. At this point, Gooey's just gonna kind of like slowly rise back up and just kind of a weird yawn. <laughs> oh, um, I got a request, by the way, John. 
Mm. Can you say poggers in Guri's voice? Oh no. <laughs> um. Okay. Is this the common voice or? I don't know. <laughs> what language do you want? <laughs> it was Ashley that requested it. What, uh, um. Uh, Poggers and the other one. Poggers and. Fantastic. <laughs> this is just going to be what they say before instead of yawning. It's just Poggers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will sort of reform themselves and just sort of put their hat on as they're kind of like just rising weirdly and just sort of see Captain with their sword drawn. Oh, bad time. Yes, yes, very bad time. Let me explain. Uh, Captain Captain got a little angry because we got in a fight yesterday with some bad people. Uh, please stop swinging your sword around, Captain. I don't I'm believe very... that you don't know. No, no, no. I... You, you fully believe. <laughs> you rolled a five on your insight. You fully believe. <laughs> Who's just gonna kind of like waddle over to Captain and just look at them and just kind of turn a little bit blue and tilt their head like, Oh, Vani, friend, why hurt? I not heavily. I'm not okay, I'm not trying to hurt. It's an intimidation, ta it's fine. I just, I almost died and I'm scared, okay? So please, like. Seriously, you have people coming after you, and you don't know why. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you a hundred percent sure on that? Because they the seem. Hmm. I don't believe you know amnesia. That's fine. Uh I don't believe that. I believe that you are not lying to me when you say that you don't know, but also they definitely seem to know you. Well, look, you, I found you on the road with amnesia, and then we got attacked, so who knows, maybe you're involved with this. Just, <laughs> Am just I involved? Like, just kind of puts both their hands out, one against the captain and one against the other, and he says, All hungry, breakfast burst, talk with everyone, explain. Just look to Avani. Oh, I am quite hungry, yes. Mm. <laughs> Food good. <laughs> well, Food time. make less angry. Fine, I'll put my sword away. <laughs> I play um, a happy tune on my on my uh, shamisen. <laughs> you hear across the way someone just go, Not this early in the morning, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you eat breakfast that's all I say <laughs> <laughs> you hear some uh, uh, he just probably woke up still drunk <laughs> so is that you three heading downstairs as well yeah, yeah. yeah. open the door and just skip downstairs what are you doing Kyrie? Uh, Kyrie would probably be like looking around the room like a, a imbecile looking for the the bird which is just <laughs> scan that out looking under like the bed etc like that and when... it's, it's hammocks you're in a pretty empty room apart well, from yeah. hammocks Kyrie will still be looking trust me uh, after just about five minutes of looking I'd say 
should probably just clamber down the stairs to see the three and just try to join them and just be like, good morning. Yeah, all four of you, uh, you see, as you come down the stairs, the three of them are sat at a table pretty close to the bar, um, little bird included. Um, and the barkeep at this point also kind of walks in, yawning, giving his nuts a scratch, and kind of goes, oh, oh, you guys are here. Um, uh, Good morning. Uh, food, please, morning. Uh, yeah, I, I need to make my breakfast too. Um, like, uh, all right, I'll, uh, I'll get on that. He kind of looks really confused that you're already up and downstairs and just waiting for him. He goes into the back room and starts preparing some, uh, uh, what, what are you ordering? He looks at you and goes, what, what are you having? We, we do boiled mutton and whey cheese, uh, stewed watercress, roast parsnips, vegetable stew, some porridge, uh, boiled yes. eggs and dried leek. Yes. You want to order all of it? Yes. Is that for everyone or just for you? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, that'll set you back. He starts, uh, like, he pulls out a little notepad and starts writing it down. Uh, this, uh, that, that, this, uh, uh, two silver and four copper. Yes. Uh, change you have as I sort of open my pouch and just pull this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got change. Don't worry. Okay, slide it to him. Is right. how much do you say? It was two silver and, and four three. copper. Yeah. Okay, so one gold should cover that with change. Wouldn't be seven silver and seven six silver copper? and six copper. There we yes. go. Thank you. <laughs> yes. There you go. Maths isn't my strong suit. He goes into the back room and starts preparing his stuff. Just a quick question, because this happened in the last session. When Gui put on the ring, they sort mm. of gained a tongue. Is that uh, still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't see it, but it is there, yes. You now have, like, a human tongue just in your face, essentially. Okay. Once, um, once Kyrie comes downstairs, I'll just sort of wave at them really vigorously and say tongue I got speak now you've got a tongue I don't I don't see a tongue just kind of stick my hand in my head and just try and find where it is and pull it out <laughs> oh you can't pull it out it's attached <laughs> just kind of like try to pull uh, it uh... <laughs> Oh. Yes, he can. He can speak now. Isn't that great? Okay, cool. I guess. <laughs> Kyrie mortified <laughs> at this very obvious human tongue <laughs> in this goo man. I just probably sit down, knowing that my food has been paid for. <laughs> I mean, you'll want to converse about anything, talk about what the plan is for today and whatnot. Is little bird with us? We'll talk mm -hmm. about the fact yeah, that oh, yeah. okay. Little Bird's been here for like the last two hours. Just kind of oh, hanging out. Oh. <laughs> Thinking. So, you guys had a good rest. Uh, Captain didn't really have fun.
<laughs> okay then. <laughs> basically sleeping on the table. Like, oh. <laughs> Captain Angry he almost died. Not fun. You being followed? After I hear almost died, I'm like shrug and be like, yeah, that happens. Mm, more coming? Who are those people that Possibly. went after us? Well, uh, Kyrie, as Kyrie knows a lot about them, especially about the, their leader. Uh, I, I don't really know what's, what's with them, but they're merchants. Uh, but they, they, they deal with kidnapping people. And I say this in a quiet tone so nobody else hears this. I mean, at the moment, it's just you five and uh, the owner, what's his name? Da, 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 the Hobgoblin Saloon. Uh, Nada, just in the back, making food. Mm, yeah. I just sort of poke my head down the down the bar and just see if Kyrie's actually still conscious. <laughs> no more? No more calls about? Still trying to, like, just recover. I'm, like, sleeping constantly. <laughs> Very lazy. Okay, I'll guess I'll wake up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give Kyrie a big slap on the back. Oh, uh, what, what? What do you need to know? Anything? Hello? Good morning. Yes, I... <laughs> <laughs> panic in shoes. The, the people from yesterday, they mean? Yes, uh, the peacekeeper, right? No, 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 um, the the other people at the, the, the river. The, 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 the ah, the bloody corpses. Yeah, that's the one. Ah, oh, right, okay. What were they I before know. the corpses? Uh... Mmm... I think mm. I've heard of the corpses now, but I, I'm not too sure. Uh, maybe they were like bandits sent by. Do you have that napkin still? Oh yes, I do have it, and uh, I give the napkin to uh, yeah. Kyrie. Yeah, maybe bandits sent by these people to, you know, like put our faces into it. But I put their faces into it. I'm just gonna smile very heavily to myself. <laughs> you say that with your face still in dirt from your last time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna like make sure if that makes sense to everyone. Like, does anyone need any more uh, explanations on this? Or I I I think that's it. Uh, I we don't really know that much on them, other than the fact that they're scum and they deal with black market deals of human trafficking, which we need to stop. Uh, maybe they're involved with the peacekeepers. Uh, well, they, they might also be involved with uh, gold stuff, you know? Yeah. They did take us to a very scary place with scary magic force field doors, which I don't like. Uh, <laughs> so you have interacted with them before? Yes. Um, Did you do anything to annoy them that might send people after you to be killed? Uh, I personally don't think that I did anything wrong. Uh, I mean, we exist and they don't like that. Well, I, I was good friends with their leader. 
me and I'm me just going to like slowly raise my hand and like <laughs> look ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> me and her just got on fine. I want to meet her again. Uh, I don't know if she likes me still. Maybe not. Uh, I'm just going to look a bit sad. <laughs> That's a bad habit. Gooey's going to tilt their head and sort of see little bird the wing up. Bird? What did you do? I'm just going <laughs> to pull out my notebook from my bag and start writing down everything I did to the, the bandit leader. <laughs> um, so, for... Because no one has mentioned the bandit leader's name yet, I'm assuming the little bird's going to write it down. Probably. It's Idrindan. How do you spell that? Uh, that is spell. Give Actually, me a I might already have it down. Story, session one. I-D-R-I-N-D-E-N. But uh, we also know their last name, don't we? Uh, yeah. Arabrineal? A-E-R-A-B-R-I-N-I-E-L. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, these uh, these merchants. Uh, these merchants, oh, uh, they. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> these merchants, they they've done a lot of bad things, and they they've caused a lot of trouble for the people at um, the Cripply Village, and we don't like that. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know why it caused a lot of trouble for them. The Gripley seemed like nice people, other than the, the really weird kid. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how they're doing right now, but oh, it scares me just thinking about them. They wouldn't shut up. Uh, but any, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it's our priority to put an end to their evil trades and evil doings. But we, we did promise the, the, the peacekeeper that we would... Uh, find out what happened to their friend first, so I, I think that's our priority now. Probably they're both linked, knowing, knowing the bandits. Well, As you're uh, um, talking, Narda comes out with all your plates of food and slaps some drinks down on the table as well. He goes, well, um, I'll just I'll just be behind the bar if you need anything. Uh, Alright. Good eating. Thank you. <laughs> yes, um, to be honest, I'm not that big on fighting people, especially if um, it's not exactly our business. But uh, this is a big problem. I can't really overlook this. Gooey's just going to kind of like slap their hand on the food and just the hand just slowly expands a little bit to encompass the plate <laughs> and just starts dissolving the food bit by bit. This looks so funny. Where ring? Did you buy the ring? Uh, I bought it, I bought it uh, a few doors next to here from a trinket shop. Can I can show it to you later if you want? Guru just nods rapidly. It's the same place where um, uh, the same place where a lot of scrolls are present that you can buy. Maybe you're interested in that kind of stuff. Guru just turns white and then just. If there were a smile on a f on an expressionless face, there probably would be one. And the eyes kind of go into, uh, I don't know what this symbol would be. 
They go into like an upset, an upwards pointing arrow, and just kind of like does a little dance in his chair while he's just slowly consuming the food or dissolving it. Really, does that include the the uh, what's it called the the plate? No, they're keeping an eye on it this time. They're actually just <laughs> making sure not to dissolve the plate. Yeah, I start eating the food as well. I mean, I would assume that us eating breakfast would go without saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we all, we all... RP exactly how I'm going to eat this boiled mutton and whey cheese. We all... Uh... <laughs> On a scale of order 10, how good is it? <laughs> How many stars do I give it's this cavern? Roll insight. <laughs> you know, for for what you would expect, it like a little village's pub. So it's more something that people would eat like after a couple of drinks. So there's not a whole lot of flavor to it. It's like not like Thrimmel's food, which was packed with flavor. I'm probably gonna look at Captain and say, "Are you all right from yesterday? You looked pretty hurt." Physically, I'm fine. <laughs> Mentally? <laughs> Asking question. Uh, oh. I'm a bit shook. I've never been that close to death. Sorry, the therapist. <laughs> like, I was going to write in my notebook. Like, you get used to it. Just show it. I'm probably just going to be like, for this party, it's, it's, it's not far from the norm. Just stay behind the shield and trust me, you'll be fine. <laughs> I'll try. I just turn my head to Captain and just say, "You never died." Ooh. Not that I know uh, of. Did Did you die? Okay. okay. And then Gooch goes back to eating. You can't draw something like that on me. <laughs> <laughs> what do about lizard men? Death. Lizard men. Um, Gooch just kind of like just sort of reaches. Uh, actually, puts their hand inside the scroll and pulls out small little pieces of parchment that they've actually been writing on and just sort of nuts puts out like it is written in common but the penmanship is a bit illegible and he's just trying to think of a plan of like what to do um I learned a new thing studied a lot in sleep have friend now to help two friends and then just off like Looks at everyone and said, Seven friends to help. <laughs> mm. Aww. Where are these friends? Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> One here. And he kind of just like puts his hand up to the belt on his hat. Basket, wake up. And the belt that was on his head just kind of like starts to slither down the hand and sort of wraps around their arm a little bit. And the belt that's been on their hat the whole time does appear to be a sort of teal snake that's just kind of now wrapped around their arm. And he's kind of just like feeding them a little bit of the the dissolving material and sort of petting their head with their finger. I would like to pat the snake. Carrier probably, like, sort of edging back in our chair a little bit more. That that's not venomous, right? Yes. <laughs> and then just sort of use just telepathically cabaned leather across the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. 
back way off. Um, they are a sort of teal scale snake with um, sort of slightly uh, pinkish red eyes and they're just kind of I don't know, they're slightly glowing as well, giving up a small aura around them as it kind of just slithers above the table and then kind of like slowly wraps themselves around the little bird's hand claw wing Ah yes, have the snake go to the small bird <laughs> I'm just going to point to the snake and uh, say in Gwyn's voice just, friend? Gwyn just ra rapidly nods their head <laughs> solemnly nodding start petting the snake Kyrie probably just like, well, okay, that woke me up, and then just sit back in the chair. Everyone finished with their meals? I'm just going to look around. Guru just kind of, like, slide their hand off and just... <laughs> yes, delicious, and put their plate forward, which is also slightly wet. <laughs> oh. 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 It's like someone sneezed on the plate. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm just going to stack my plate on top. As uh, you finish stacking the plates and stuff, Nada comes back around, he goes, hope it's okay. Picks up the plates and walks back into the back room. He seems quite timid. Am I getting close to the time where uh, Dooley's is open? Uh, I'd say by the time it's taken you to eat, and given the fact everyone else woke up at about nine, uh, yeah, but Dooley's would probably be just opened now. I'm just gonna slowly slink off, bring the snake with me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What's Gooey. everyone else doing? Oops, sorry. Uh, Gooey's going to turn to him and say, Where's shop with ring? Oh, just uh, down the road. I can show you. Come on. And I uh, lead the way. Captain? Coming, uh... are you? <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> Kyrie, do you want to go and see what we can find to do with this uh, murder case? See if we can talk to any peacekeepers about that. We can. Uh, I know of yesterday that the peacekeepers are very unresponsive when it comes to the public now. I'm not sure uh, if the, the loss actually affected them that hard, but when was the the person we meant to see in the like going into the tavern or something like that? Um, he enters the tavern roundabout when it opens and leaves at about 9pm. Okay, when does it open? Yeah, it'd be open about now. Uh, we could head to the tavern if you want, Captain, because there's someone we have to speak to regarding this. Yeah, unless you want to go with those guys. They, they use magic and stuff. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> so do you? <laughs> No, it's sword gang, and then we're just gonna like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, magic gang is the better gang. And I fist bumped <laughs> V Man. Okay, Gooey just kind of fist bumps back, and the fist just kind of <laughs> sinks into your hand again. And Gooey kind of turns to the captain and say, You go to tavern, take baskets with you, and. No, 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 will just sort of put their hand on Captain's shoulder and will use, uh, sort of, somehow whistle without a mouth and Basket just appears back on Captain's shoulder. <laughs> okay. The snake disappears from my hands and like, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I've lost it. Oh, God. <laughs> it just poof, disappears. 
You can keep the snake. Just please, not close to me, please. Thank you. That's fine. It's just a snake. If in trouble, scratch bottom of snake neck. I will see through it. Okay. Is that how that works? Find familiar. You can spend an action to see through your familiar's eyes. You are deaf and blind while you are doing this. Oh yeah, I know how that works. But can you feel what the snake feels? No. I mean, they have a telepathic link. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can, I'm gonna write down in my notebook that Kawi is super scared of snakes. She won't bite. I think. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Let you know if she does. You, you go to Captain, he's just laid on the floor, <laughs> foaming at the mouth, Kairi's <laughs> freaking out. I'm with our medic, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, the medic who is also scared of snakes. <laughs> and I don't think can cure poison. No. It wouldn't um, be a lot, it'd be like 1d4. No, well they're poisonous as well. Poison yeah. is just disadvantage on rolls. Normally no. d4 plus d6 poison or something. Yeah, 1d4 poison, plus like... 2d4 two, two poison. Yeah, but the, not enough they're, to kill the captain. No, but they're, no, they're a tame snake. It's fine. So we'll start with the bigger group, and then we'll go to uh, Kyrie and Captain. So um, you're all outside dualies. You can see lights on the inside ting, being turned on. The door <coughs> unlocks, and a sign flips around that says "Open." Just gonna, <laughs> gonna do a little, little, little happy jump and walk in. Everyone else following? Oh, I'm assuming the little bird's ahead of us a little, by a bit. I Go mean, on. it's like four doors down. Little bird would probably. By the time you left the tavern, you would see little bird. <laughs> oh, okay. Goose is gonna approach little bird and make. Hello? Hello? <laughs> I'm just gonna look down at them and say, "Where's Snake?" I'm just gonna like panic and look at my hands, like, "Mm." Goose just gonna turn pink a bit and just sort of like gently pat Bird on each other. It's fine. Snake with Captain now. Just let out a big sigh, just like, "Magic Snake, Magic <laughs> Snake." I like talking. As I turn to Avani. Well, I'm happy for you. Just gonna so, skip into the store and pull out my notebook and start writing down. As you swing open the door, you see Dooley again, the uh, the slender, quite pale um, lady with the the tattoos across her uh, right arm and going up her neck, the red hair that's now a bit like, rather than being like almost like ringlets it's at the moment kind of poofy and a bit all over the place um her bright green eyes are like kind of half open and you can see her like sat on the desk rubbing sleep out of her eye there's like a bowl of porridge next to her and a cup of coffee and she's like oh what are you two doing here well you three sorry oh share my notebook and it just says, talking ring, please. Oh, you want one of those? Um, um, I think we sold the last one yesterday, but, um, I can 
I can have one made up for you in the better part of a week. Except for coffee and just... Um, I'd have to charge you for manufacturing costs as well. That'd be about uh, five gold. It's gonna not. Well, I wasn't expecting to, anyone to come in to purchase anything this early in the morning. You want that order placing then, yeah? I'm just gonna drop five gold on the counter. It kind of takes her a moment to look down. She goes. Right, pulls out a ledger and starts scratching a couple of things and then closes it. Then just pushes the fucking <laughs> coins to the side. Carries on drinking a bit of her coffee and having some of her porridge. It looks like she's literally gotten out of bed, threw this together in whatever clothes she had and just came downstairs. You can Scarlet. see how, like, every now and again, like, a stray piece of hair falls in front of her face and rather than moving it, like, while she's eating, she just kind of... <laughs> Is there anything else I can I can sort for you? Bean man? Uh, Maybe you got something, Bean man? I'm just gonna like mose into one of the other two. Gooey's just sort of staring at them, completely pink. And saying, "Thank you, talking I can now. You're pretty." Thank you, darling. Kind of looks up and like shakes her head a bit and rubs her eyes again. And looks up. Oh, you're a peculiar one, aren't you? Are you mage or a magic caster of some kind? I am Gooey. I, I'm Dooley, darling. Nice to meet you. Um, you're a mage. I'm guessing you're. Uh, you're here in need of a uh, parchment or uh, inks and such. You sell. I we, we keep a pretty hefty stock in. So just looking in my coin pouch, mate. Turn a little bit grand says Not money much. Get more later. Come back. Okay, darling. Well, believe it or not, parchment and ink is one of the things we have plenty of, so I doubt we're going to sell out. You just come back when you're well and ready. I'm just going to start looking around <laughs> the place. Yeah. Um, you see a sword, like, hanging on a wall next to a wand. Uh, and on the left-hand side of the wall from where you would have walked in, there's, like, a wine rack that's just crammed with different scrolls. <clears throat> in the back of the shop, you can see, like, a little tinkering table and stuff like that, a load of books... And sat on a pillow at the moment, asleep as a little red fox. Is the red fox like in an open part of the shop, or are they like yeah, behind yeah, yeah. the counter? She's she's behind the counter, but you know, it, you can still see it. The counter's literally just like an, an L-shaped desk that goes across. Gooey's just gonna kind of waddle over and just sort of look at the fox. What their name? That that's Anzin. We've uh, we've been together as long as I can remember. Anzin's the reason I opened the shop. Does Gooey? Hmm. Is there any unusual 
sort of best way to describe this. Make a perception. Yeah. Uh, thirteen. Just looks like a normal red fox. Just the fox. Who is just gonna kind of tilt their head towards the shopkeeper and like, is this familiar? No, no. Anson's just been with me as long as I can remember. They're pretty. Aye. Anson's, Anson's a good fox. She kind of yawns again and goes back to her coffee. <laughs> Adjusting, like, parts of her clothing as she does so and occasionally, like, loosely brushing her hair. So is there anything else I can help you with? Scrolls? How much? What you have? Um... We've, we've got quite a... Quite a few scrolls here. Um, we have... Some arcane, quite a few divine, um, of different types. Arcane? Uh, we've got, uh, she pulls out a ledger again, starts flipping through it kind of haphazardly. <sighs> we have a, uh, the scroll of shatter, um, a scroll of silence, uh, in the arcane at the moment. Is there, is there anything new from last time that I was here? It's, it's been a day, dear. I, I get my stock up once every month. Oh, okay. apart from uh, Apart from items that I myself make. Like the, uh, the ring you bought for your friend the other day. Yes, it was quite helpful. Glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Yes, um, by the way, what coffee is that? I'm curious. Coffee? I don't tend to ask what kind, I just buy it at the, at the local store. Seems like a, a home brew to me. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, titles. <laughs> now, Beanman, your turn. Shatter Scroll. How much? Um, the Shatter Scroll, that would set you back. She's like squinting at the, the, uh, the ledger. She's like, 150 gold. Okay. Um, at this point, Guri's just gonna kind of waddle over to Avani and say, Can I borrow your shoulder? My shoulder? Sure. Just nod rapidly. Okay, who's just gonna stick their hand on Avani's shoulder and just kind of melt a little bit onto the side of their body, not dissolving <laughs> you or anything. Hmm. And the eyes are just going to go completely... They're actually just going to completely disappear. And then I'm going to, once we eventually move over to the other group, use the Find Familiar Aspect spell and see through Basket's eyes. Okay, so um, while well, those guys are doing that, uh, I need uh, Kyrie and Captain. You can either both make investigation rolls, or one of you can make it with advantage because the other one's helping. 
who's got the best eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you reckon you've got a keen eye, Cutten? Uh, eh, wave my hand. Depends. I mean, investi- uh, investigation is more just finding out things. It's not looking. That's yeah. perception. <laughs> I've got a zero on in, in, in investigation. That's all. Uh, it completely meta game, but I have the same, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so- uh, the best people to find things. Uh, we'll do an advantage, I guess. Um, I'll roll. Uh, just d20? Yeah, just a d20 plus your um, investigation mod, which is zero. 14. Okay, so it takes you about half an hour through asking people and stuff like that, but eventually you're like, you're led towards like the East District through a couple of back alleys and stuff, but eventually you do find um, near the river, there's a, um, where is it? There's like kind of half wood that's like a little bit not rotted but it's got moss and stuff growing up it and cobble um building with a picture uh like hanging on the sign of like a crudely drawn king cuddling a cat okay i found the cat in the l tavern that they were on about it's a painting no 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 it's like uh, a sign that like hangs off the side like like a pub sign oh okay so I've we found the tavern. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we just head right in, or is like there a bouncer or something like that? Yeah, there's a crown guard stationed outside. He kind of looks at you. He's like, "Yeah, all right." Kind of gestures for you to go in. Just gonna walk in and look around, I suppose. Yeah. As you walk in, um, it's it's weird. It's not the kind of layout you would expect for a tavern. Like, one of the area is, like, actual laid stone, and the other one looks like stones that have kind of been thrown on the floor and stomped into dirt. Um, and there's still what looks to be, like, a makeshift uh, blacksmith's table that's been fashioned into, like, uh, a bar seating area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the tavern still kind of smells of coal smoke, and it's... It looks the same on the inside wall-wise as it did on the outside. It's only uh, one floor. Um, but it's like... It looks like half the tavern... Um, you can only like really see half of it. It looks smaller on the inside than it did outside. So you can assume that like there's rooms in the back and stuff. And you see uh, a rather th- thin, like sunken eyes... Human male kind of leaning on the bar. And... Uh, four other patrons within the tavern itself. Oh, this uh, place looks friendly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if you want to go up and ask, or should I? Uh, yeah, I'll go up and ask. That's fine. Uh, right yeah. then, what can I be doing for you? Uh, yeah, just... What am I asking? <laughs> I don't know, you came up to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the out of character into the character bits. Um, 
you're asking for information which could possibly help us to do with the peacekeeper who was in this village's death. Yeah, we're asking about the peacekeeper. <laughs> I heard the first time. Right. I take it like the rest of the peacekeepers. You're here to talk to Rance and... Oh, we are yes. the peacekeepers. Uh... <laughs> yes. Right. No ale, then? Uh, ale to go. <laughs> right, that'll be three copper pieces each. I'll just slide over six. He, like, juggles a couple of... Not juggles, but, like, rummages a couple of cups from underneath the thing. Kind of looks like they've already been sat there waiting to go and slides them across to you. You've got two mugs of stout now. And he goes, Ransom's over there. Gestures to, like, uh, the far left corner where you can see... Um, kind of wearing, like, dirty patchwork leathers and stuff. Uh, a male gnome. Rough, like, kind of, like, salt and pepper graying hair. And, like, a big moustache that connects into mutton chops. Oh. Um, I'm just probably going to take, like, a deep gulp of uh, stout and then just walk along to the table. Uh, what you want? Uh, can I, can I, like, use persuasion to, like, make them calm down? like rule persuasion if i'm saying like uh please don't use that term where he had to help you sort of thing yeah does a 15 do anything yeah he looks at you goes sorry i must have had more hail than i thought i did um what can i do for you name's rancent and he puts out like this little muddied hand just like gonna shake yours. Apprehensively, put my hand into the, the the grasp and just shake it, and slowly, like, secretly wipe off my hand on something like the table or something like that. Like, big hands for a big lady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna sit down and then usher uh, Campana come sit with me. And I'll sit down. And uh, just gonna take like a drink and basically just trying to be friendly uh say so one of those is for me right sure yeah, sure I, i'll just pass it over i'll just take a big glug of it slams it back down on the table so what can i do for you so we, we've heard that this this village has has uh lost quite a great peacekeeper and uh yeah Peacekeepers, the bastards, the lot of them. Agreed. You agree with me? Look at me. I'm a fucking criminal of the ocean. I don't mean shit when you're on land, mister. <laughs> Why do they always go Irish? That don't mean shit when you're on land. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm glad that we have something in common in hating the peacekeepers. Uh... <laughs> But, as you say that, a couple of the other patrons kind of shift and one of them gets up and just leaves. A murder's a murder. 
and and we need to bring whoever murdered them to justice sort of thing do you have any leads on where they might be i'm not asking you to help i'm just asking you to pass any information so despite hating the peacekeepers you're here doing the same work that those bastards do asking the same questions I can give you more stout. Fortunately, when you get to my age, stout only does so much. Is there anything yeah. else as bar sells what you would like? No. You know what you can do? Uh, I'm going to get up and I'm going to put my sword on the table and say... You tell us what we want to know, or you don't leave here alive. And I uh, want to use bad reputation. Okay, so no what does that do again? Uh, no matter where I go, people are afraid of you due to your reputation. When you're in a civilized settlement, uh, you can get away with minor criminal offenses. <laughs> wow. <sighs> oh. It's it's the, the feature of the pirate background. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a second DM question. How far away is the Cat and the Earl from where we are right now in feet? Y'all have also got to find it, so y'all are going to be um, about like 10 minutes I mean, behind. I can oh, travel wait. twice as fast as it would normally take. No, it's more, yeah. it's more of like how far it is in feet, so I know how much I can do with my familiar. Uh, a fair while. Is it more than 100 feet? Probably, yeah. Okay, fair enough then. If you look at the map of Cast Vault, mm. y'all were all the way up at Windgate, like the middle of Windgate. Mm. And everyone else is, you see that bridge that crosses over the river at Eastgate? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind that. They're a fair while away. Who's just seeing all this happen, though? They can't do anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> right. Looks at you guys. You are just like those peacekeeper bastards, but fine. What do you want to know? Glugs another load of his stout. Man's all yours, Kyrie. Who? Where? How? Anything. So. Two nights ago, I was perusing. The South District. I have a friend there. We we have a couple of drinks on the night time. When he's got the coin, he pays for it. When I've got the coin, I pay for it. When neither of us have got the coin, we find a way. But, uh... I was calling it a night. I hear this awful scream. Ah! I think. Well, I'm gonna be honest, my first thought is. Hmm. That could be some gold for tomorrow's drink. So I make my way over. And there, in the middle of the town square, it's one of those peacekeepers. 
One of the, uh, the ones of the green sash. Laid face down, eating shit like he deserves. Hands missing, blood everywhere. And at the corner of my eye, going towards the cabbage crossing, figure, hood up, red hands, big tail flipping around in the wind. And I said, Peacekeeper's death ain't nothing on me. Do I fuck off home? I'm just gonna, like, get up and just leave the table. And, uh, just kind of. He's gonna take Captain's drink, drink it, <laughs> and gesture to the barkeep for another one. Thank you for your cooperation. Thank you for the booze. As you leave, um, the other three are outside, about to go into the door as you're leaving. And the peacekeeper looks at you and goes, mm, No, not worth it. And walks away. What? What? When I hear this, no, it was, he was giving you the... Because I don't have my webcam, he was looking at you in the sense of like, nah, it's not worth starting the trouble over and just walking away. Was this uh, due to Captain or was this due to me? Probably due to Captain drawing a sword <laughs> in the middle of a tavern. <laughs> I can get away with shit like this. Right, I'd probably just walk out and look for the rest of the gang. I mean, they're literally about to open the door as you open the door. I'd like to kick down to the... No. Kagi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. make an acrobatic saving... I mean, uh, Ivani, make an acrobatic saving... I would like to open the door with my hand. My God. That's she's learning. <laughs> she's becoming self-aware. Slide of hand check. We're <laughs> <laughs> turning sure the doorknob. Yeah, so I open the door and I'm guessing that they're going to be right behind it and uh, just going to be like, oh, fancy meeting you here. About time you got here. Oh. Got any cool new magic gizmos or? Well, you should ask the other two. I didn't really get anything. Gooey's going to walk up to Captain. <laughs> Your snake didn't buy it. Okay. Gooey is red and just walks up to him and just points a finger at him and says, Bad. <laughs> Does like anyone a spray know what bottle a pirate is? Hand just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a criminal. What do you expect? This is my sort of place. Wait, what? What happened? Uh, just maybe we should Avani. discuss away from the tavern. I just point to just look at Ovani and just point at the captain. Bad, threaten man. I point at captain and say bad. <laughs> same, same as Steven. It's gotta be so demeaning. <laughs> Rule for charisma saving throw. <laughs> uh, Take 2d12 psychic damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna, like, walk out onto, like, a part of the, like, street what's unpopulated so we can, like, regroup and just talk about things. Yeah, I mean mm. it's it's pretty populated in the East District. It's where like a lot of the far 
farmers and stuff and like you know people that don't own stores live but it's you know people don't tend to pay much mind to you they're just trying to go about their day but easily enough you find like a little back alley where there's no one there I'm basically just gonna uh, regurgitate what the, the the person in the, the, the tavern told us about uh, the figure and uh, basically like how the figure supposedly murdered the peacekeeper but we wouldn't know but it's probably obvious anyway so I'm just gonna say that mm, a wooded figure with a seal we're just gonna put their hand on Captain's shoulder and Basket's just gonna go back on top of the hat. Would the familiar have heard? Yeah. All of this? Yeah, Goo was yeah. looking through the eyes of the familiar as all yeah. this went down. <laughs> yeah, so... Gooey heard and saw everything. <laughs> yeah, so Gooey would know. Uh, I would just get the napkin out of the the hand and say Blood red hand. It was them. The hand isn't red. I don't know. Okay, the hand isn't red. The hand's black with blue flames. You have a picture yeah. of it in community yeah. items. You can't yeah. expect me. Okay. <laughs> Editor, so I look less stupid. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the hand is black. You are right. It is not with red flames, it's with blue. Now you look I stupid. I said with blue flames. Oh. No, You're look adamant that something comes red. <laughs> okay, so they're red-handed, but that means nothing because they would caught red-handed. Uh, like... <laughs> all we know is that it's a figure with a hood up. Brilliant. And a tail. And a tail. Tail important. What kind? <sighs> Didn't Big hear tail. more. Hmm. Big tail flop around. All I know, they started walking towards Cabbage Crossing, I think I heard. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe we should inquire around there. Good idea. We inquire around there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to, the, go to the South District. And then, are we going... So if I've got this right, sort of looking at the map, they went through the South District and went through the exit in that area? Like, out the main... past the walls? Yeah? I, I guess, yeah. Um, uh, this is a DM question. I don't think I'll Matey was in the South District when the murder happened, in that big yeah. open square. Yeah. The person ran from the top of that square yep. towards the cabbage crossing. Oh, okay. But okay. you can literally, because you're at the bridge oh. at the East District, just go straight through the gates at the cabbage crossing. Okay. I thought the cabbage crossing was like a, an actual... Okay, never mind. <laughs> I did not realise it was a part of the map. <laughs> yeah, it says cabbage crossing. <laughs> of yeah, any points towards the map. Look, it's right here. <laughs> Just turns a little bit pink and just like, there we go. Hmm. Ask about tail. Yes. 
anyone want to do anything else before we go? I, I can't imagine we have anything else to do. At this point, it's about midday. Most places are open. You can see a fair few people kind of walking around and going about their business and stuff. So it would be easy enough to stop and ask someone if they knew about it. I mean, a hooded figure with a tail is not much to go on about. Uh, I, I'd imagine that there would be like a, a, a guard or a watchman at the, the cabbage crossing gate. Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, so I'd imagine that asking them is probably better than asking the townsfolk, considering uh, the person in the tavern didn't have it. The best ideals around peacekeepers in general, maybe they're not liked around here. I don't know, but mm. uh, I'm just gonna probably like start heading towards the, the gate. Just see, basically, who is there, who I can talk to. Okay, as you get towards like the gate on the cabbage crossing, it doesn't take you that long at all. You're literally walking like four doors away, five doors away. Um, you can see two crowns guard. One looks to be um, of elven complexion. Um, three, again, three red lines across the chest, but this time with a circle in the background. And one of them, uh, like, leaning on a short bow. Three red lines with a diamond in the background. Uh, they both they both seem to be elven, both female. Does we ask anyone... them? Yeah, yeah. Does anyone want to ask them, or should I just go ahead? Well, I mean, you know, you know probably most about what we're looking for. Uh, also, you know, out of character, there's my... not really much I can do about talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna scratch the back of my head and say, I, I, uh, my memory's not the best. Uh, I'll go <laughs> with. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess. Me and Gooey will, will uh, walk up to the two elven guards, and uh, are they both elven? Yeah, 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 they're both yeah. elven. Right, and, and just ask about, was it the events what transpired yesterday? Well, it wasn't yesterday. It would have been two days ago at this point. Yeah, so just ask about the events what transpired two days ago. By the way, um, Sin, has it rained yeah. in two days or something? Uh, no, not really. So if there w would be any... Um, like blood marks on the ground, they would still be there, right? I think they would be cleaned up by now. Yeah, know. they would probably be cleaned mm -hmm. up by now to avoid general like panic from the public. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I probably just walk up to the two elven guards and be like, "Hi, uh, hello. Do you possibly have any information about uh, the murder what happened two days ago? Where? How do you know about that?" Uh, we were talking to uh, a fellow peacekeeper who uh, messaged, uh, mentioned the loss of life of their, their friend and fellow workmate, uh, and and we have decided to uh, try and help and try and try to bring this person to justice. Whoever his is uh, that's a private peacekeeper matter. I'm going to have to ask that you keep your nose out. You both are very pretty. Please help. Sweet talk won't get you anywhere, I'm afraid. Uh, One of them kind of brushes 
um, the blonde hair out of their eyes and blushes a little bit. The other one looks very stern. Okay, so are you two peacekeepers? Yes. Are, are you actively looking in this case or are you just standing here? Are you are you just We're being well we're doing what we've been positioned to do. There are peacekeepers looking into the event. Please pry no further. Husband or companion dead Friend of yours sad Why can't we help? It's a classified matter, and we would rather it stay that way. Sadness bad. We agree. And that's why we, the peacekeepers, the ones that it is affecting, are working on resolving the situation. Now please, move along. While they're having this conversation, mm. could I sneak up behind them and start, and, and try and pickpocket them. <laughs> uh, mm. Um... Roll a stealth with disadvantage? What do you mean disadvantage? They're stood next to each other. One of them is talking to you, the other one is just looking around. <sighs> <laughs> You're attempting to break off from a group that they are looking at. To sneak around behind Hey, I them. never said I walked up with them. Ah, uh, mm. true. Yeah, it's just me and Kyrie at the moment. Actually trying to Skyrim pickpocket. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I just want to see if they have anything on them that would be helpful to the case. Uh, yeah, mm. make, make a stealth check with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, fine. Fine. Uh, 22 and 8. <laughs> okay so you manage to sneak up behind them uh without them noticing while one of them is blushing at gooey's comment and the other one is looking at the rest of the party now make a sleight of hand what are you looking for in particular uh 13 what what are you looking for (sighs) any kind of like memo they might have had about the murder or any information they might have been given by their superiors. Okay, give me a second to roll. Oh boy. Roll. <laughs> As you go to reach out towards uh, one of their pockets, they both stop mid-conversation, turn to you and draw their swords and go, Halt! What do you think you're doing? I'm just gonna... Uh... I rolled an 18. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. Just gonna shrug. <laughs> My butt in. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. This is my kid. Sorry. They're a, they're a little bit of a handful. Just try and <laughs> take them and quickly move them all. <laughs> sorry. After little the events that have just transpired, I highly advise you move on before we inform our superiors about so this. So sorry, miss. <laughs> we will look past this just this time. The other one looks at Gooey and goes, Hi. Hello. 
She said bye. <laughs> I know. I know she did. I know she did. Uh, can I just ignore that they said goodbye and say, if I wanted to uh, talk to your superiors about you possibly receiving a commendation for your work, uh, where would I go about finding them? Make a persuasion check. Oh yes, twenty-one crit. The one that's blushing uh, looks at you. The other one goes to say, "I'm I'm sorry," but and the one that's blushing goes, oh, "You can find them in Orient in the capital." All right. Uh, I'm just gonna. The other one looks at the the shy looking one. Why would you tell them, madam? I'm sorry. I just need the promotion. I know we need the promotion, but. <laughs> I'm just gonna go, okay, bye, and then just walk away and uh, point over Bonnie and say, Note that down, note that down. <laughs> note that down. Uh, write that shit, write that shit. <laughs> walk, out, walk out the way of the, the two and say, Those idiots fell for it. I can't believe it. Are you saying that out loud? <laughs> no, I said I walked away before I said oh, that. Oh, right, okay. So y'all are in the cabbage crossing as you say this. Yes. Guru's okay. gonna turn to him like, What we do? We now know where their superiors are, so we can ask them. And... The superiors are oh. in the main capital of the Marquis of Beast. <laughs> Long this way doesn't mean away. anything to me. Uh, okay. I know where we go. I'm just going to find like somebody um, who is dressed not in like peasantry clothes, someone who's sort of like fairly a commoner essentially yeah um, all the people within the wall of cast vault uh tend to be dressed relatively nice they all seem to have some sort of um income besides like farm work and stuff hmm i'm just gonna waddle over to one of them and say where's your favorite eating place uh a rather portly fellow turns around uh, pale skin kind of pocked a little bit this uh, black hair that's been swept over to one side to kind of cover up a, a bald spot, which isn't as bad as he thinks it is. He's just doing it because he's a bit conscious about it. And he goes, oh, eating? Well, uh, if uh, if that's the kind of thing you're in for, I'd, uh, I'd suggest the whole Goblin Saloon. Who is your favorite person there? I don't really talk to many people that me and my friend Greg go there occasionally to, to eat, but other than that, I don't really talk to anyone there. The bartender seems nice, though. Do you just get turn and thank and just turn around and kind of just turn a little bit red and bottle of a group, just bubbling and making popping noises? Eyes squinting angrily. <laughs> Gooey, what's what's wrong? Useless man. <laughs> hey, I resent that. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of trots off, going about his day, a little dissatisfied now. Little bird, can you make a perception check? Sure. 
17. Out the corner of your eye, you see the tip of like an arrow pointed tail kind of into an alleyway that goes towards like um, the top part of the cabbage crossing. I would like to sprint at it. Are you going to inform the rest of the party or just start uh, off on your telepathically, own? Telepathically, I'm going to tell uh, Kyrie and Ovani probably. So I want you to imagine, like, do you know the Scooby-Doo little cartoons where it's like Scooby absolutely sprinting and then the rest of the gang just scrambling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be like that, probably. I mean, I'm like, trying to do it stealthily. Okay, um, make a stealth check then. Like, pull up my scarf over my, my bottom half of my face and, and try and blend in with the crowd a little bit. Another 13. <laughs> Three in a row. Because the the person that you're watching seems to be heading in, in that direction and not wanting to check behind them, you seem to go fairly unnoticed. As you're chasing them, you can see a brown uh, shawl that kind of cuts off around where the ribcage stops. Um, kind of like baggy linen trousers strangely heavy looking boots like um like dark boots that have got a bit of uh, like they reflect slightly on the sun at the front so you can imagine there's a bit of metal placed there and a um a rather weird twisted wooden looking uh like uh hilt for not a hilt um a scabbard for a sword uh i would like to use hunter's mark Okay. Uh, for one hour, I can tell where it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I have advantage on any perception or survival check I make to find my quarry. Uh, where is it? Yeah, basically that. And then until we get into combat, nothing else in the spell really matters. But I have advantage okay. to find it for the next hour. Yep. I mean, as you're following, and I'm assuming the rest of the group is kind of a little bit behind you, mm. uh, the hooded person crosses over the bridge in the cabbage crossing, leaps a little fence, and darts into um, one of the houses there, one of the smaller houses. Um, is it like a one-story thing? Uh, it is two stories. Is there a way? Does it look like um, anyone lives there? Yeah. Um, is there a way for me to, like, climb up to the fucking second-story windows? Um, there's, like, a window ledge there, but there's no windows on the bottom floor facing that direction. So it's, like, uh, probably, like, an eight, nine-foot like straight cobble wall so you could probably get some some kind of leverage in it uh i would like to try uh okay make a um athletics or acrobatics athletics well that's not great uh I, you know what actually i'm gonna telepathically talk to Kyrie. And I'm going to ask her to come over to the, where I am. Okay, I'll, I'll head right over. Uh, and I'm j as soon as I, I see Kyrie get close, I'm going to point up to the window. 
and just be like, you ready? <laughs> uh, are we doing the routine or do you want me to just stunt Michael? <laughs> no, no. Uh, we're doing the routine. Obviously. Oh, okay, we're doing the routine. Uh, and then I'm going to try backflip off Kyrie or jump off Kyrie's shield and bounce myself up there. Okay, Kyrie make a strength check, little bird make an acrobatics check. Question, if I'm looking at uh, the window on the first floor, mm. can I see anything inside? Uh, there isn't a window on the first floor. Oh, there isn't? Oh, okay. No, no, no. Not that you can see at the front. Okay. I'm rolling extremely well today. 17 plus 2, 19. Uh, so I got I'm 21. Good. Oh! <laughs> oh my god. So... Little Bird looks at Kyrie. They kind of give each other the look. Little Bird looks very excited, and then you hear jumps up, wings kind of flapping a little bit, bounces onto the shield, and as the weight comes down, Kyrie flings their arm like wide, launching Little Bird, and you hear Little Bird oh, just <laughs> thrown in through this uh, this single plane glass window. As you do so. Bursting out the front door, um, hood down now, you see this um, red-skinned um, tiefling with these uh, kind of yellow-tinted horns that curl around and come up just underneath the cheekbones. They have like a bob in the back with two long strands of hair that come down like uh, either side of their eye on the outside and come down to about where their collarbones would be. Um, and the shawl that they were wearing uh, opens up in the chest area and you can see kind of like mishmashed uh, like kind of plate mail like they were trying to uh, imitate the armor of the peacekeepers and they look at you and they go what, what are you doing? Why are you breaking my house? Uh we didn't break your house. It's wonderful weather, weather we're having today. Uh, just she looks up at her window as a series of black feathers fall down from it and a couple of bits of glass just on the floor. Uh, I'm going to telepathically tell Kyrie to try and store for me and I'm going to try and search the house. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. So I, I would basically be like, okay, uh, I, I tried to take them inside and sit them down and calm them down if that's possible <laughs> what well, well, little birds yeah, 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 the house yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, let's me, go into the house trust me <laughs> uh, be like oh you must be having a horrible day today like uh, it's worse now do, do you have many visitors do you, no. I, well that's that's okay I, I can come and talk to you for a little while oh. if you want that who are you people? <laughs> I'm a very nice person, don't you worry. You've just broke my window. I didn't break your window, I don't know about that. She looks at you with the bad scratch marks in your shield. <laughs> um, uh, what Listen, do you want? your window is as damaged as my shield, my precious shield. I, I just, you know, I, I might you just want to- You don't live in your shield, do you? Yeah, but I might have just wanted a friendly talk. I'm very lonely. Why <laughs> three other people next to you? What do you mean? I don't You're know wow. those people. I don't know those people, okay? Why are, why are strangers following you? I don't know. Can you just let me inside? I'm scared. I'm scared. We're criminals! Ah! <laughs> 
do I get the sense that she... As you that... say that, mm. uh, Captain, they draw the sword still in the sheath and point it at you shakily like, What do you mean you're criminals? How did you get in Castle? Okay, okay, can, can you just let me inside, please? Like, they're behind us right now. Can I tell that this is an act? What do you mean that it's an act? Like, like they're purposely acting afraid to try and make us seem like the bad uh, guys. Make a insight check. Would I need a performance check? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your acting is terrible. No. <laughs> 18. She seems to be genuinely scared and confused. And at the mention of criminals is actually uh, like actively going to try and defend Kyrie from uh, you and Captain. I'm just going to sort of waddle up to Kyrie and she's like, she's scared. <laughs> please stay okay. away from me. Please, please stay away from me. Can I, can I come in, please? Help she me. She pushes Kyrie behind her and points the sword at you, Gooey. What do you want? Why are just, you in Caswell? Just to talk. So, you're, you're not criminals? He definitely looks like a criminal and points towards Captain. <laughs> definitely That's a true. criminal. Definitely a criminal. Uh, what do you want? Questions. Many. Can I speak to you? Um. You, you, you promise you're not going to attack? I am gooey. She slowly, like, stops shaking a little bit, reclips the hilted uh, the the sword still in its sheath onto her belt. And reaches out a hand, and you can see like uh, pointed black fingernails. And she like grabs your hand. Uh, uh, I'm Zatish. And you spell that? Z e t i s h. Okay. So take her hand, and the the hand will actually remain solid this time. Okay. And just sort of. Shake them. Sorry, window broken. You see the little bird's head pop out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being sneaky. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll get to you in a second, don't worry. <laughs> Lizard man, questions. You, you have questions about Gillip? Just turn to the rest of the group. Are you with the peacekeepers? I, I wanted to come forward about what I saw, but I, I was too scared. What if they thought it was me? You can see her start shaking again now. Like, are her hands visible right now? Yep. What colour are they? Red. She's, red. She's a red-skinned tiefling. Right, okay. Hmm. You can see she's got like a an arrow-pointed thin tail that kind of comes out and hangs down, kind of blows gently in the wind every now and again. Okay, so I'm just going to notice that and be like, no, not the one. 
I wanted to to talk to the peacekeepers about what I saw with Gillip, but I, I was scared. Well, we're not exactly with the peacekeepers, but we're trying to figure out exactly what's happening. So uh, maybe if, you could tell us something. If you'll put a good word in with the peacekeepers, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I know. Well, that sort of depends on what exactly uh, your role in all of this is. But if you if you're innocent, then you will certainly put a good word. Yes, word yes, in. I'm innocent. I, I promise, I swear on my father's life, I'm innocent. Well, then you can trust us, and I hope we can trust you as well. Of course. Uh, can can we come is... inside? Who, who, what's the name of all of you people? Well, my name is Ovani. This here is, um... Wait, wait, does Ovani know uh, B-Man's... Actual name? Beanman has introduced themselves to three different people at this point in front of you all. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm just. Gooey's just gonna kind of like take their hands and sort of squash them together and use prestidigitation in little sparkly lights. The word Beam Brigade appears above their head. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Written in Mung Beans. <laughs> yep. Finally. Oh, are you a sort of adventuring group? Sure. Just kind of like shrugging Doctor Kyrie. I'm not answering, and I'm looking away because I, I need to keep this lie. <laughs> I need to keep this lie. <laughs> I can keep the lie going. Yes, uh, yes, we are. I'm Ovani, the leader of the Bean Brigade. <laughs> Okay, then I'd stop and be like, okay, okay. <laughs> you As know, you shout, she goes for her sword again and then takes her hand away and looks at you. She seems to be rather skittish. Okay, um, now that we know, well, well, now that I know that you're not going to slice my head off and you're not going to try to because we're going to help you, I am with them. And that captain I is not as much. bad, okay? So, he, he looks like a villain, though. My name's Kyrie. Uh, I can assure you, captain isn't bad. It's okay. Okay. I'll, I'll trust you for now. If you say you're here helping the peacekeepers, then I'll trust you. Um, come inside. Come inside. We'll we'll talk. So while that's going on, little bird roll a stealth, <laughs> and then a perception. Uh, okay. Just walk inside, and little bird's just making a sandwich out of the stuff. Tuck your long off, you fuckers. Nineteen. Yeah. And fourteen. Okay, so yeah, you go unnoticed <laughs> in all of this. Um... When you enter the window you entered in, you actually entered into a rather dusty looking room. There's um, a, a hay bed in there. There's a picture frame with what looks like someone's drawing of um, a younger um, red-skinned tiefling with the horns that don't come quite come around to the cheekbones. Um, shorter, like two trails at the front. It's a young Zatish. 
um, and a like tall uh, carrying a sword and shield uh, in peacekeeper armor uh, like kind of purplish tiefling with horns that come down underneath the cheekbones and then another set splits off and comes up around the back of the head and he's got his hair kind of tied into a top knot and he looks really happy wearing this peacekeeper armor with his is uh the young Zatish looking very happy and smiling you can see some bookshelves and stuff the peacekeeper armor is hung up and very dusty you see um the the mark on it is um a square with three green lines through it um, and as you leave the door, the rest of the house looks a lot more well-kept. It looks like uh, Zatish doesn't really go into this room a lot anymore. Um, you can see like some potted plants and stuff like that. A couple more pictures of uh, this older tiefling like on the walls. Uh, the sun's kind of beaming in through uh, one of the windows at the back. There's another room that, you know, it's it's just a general well-kept hallway. Would Little Bird be, like, telepathically saying everything? Probably... That's not the Little Bird. Probably not. i probably um, <clears throat> relay if I found something, but for now I think I'd just search all the top rooms. Okay, so uh, the other room um has a similar cotton bed um it's got uh what looks like an armor stand which doesn't have armor on it um and a, a stack of paperwork on one of the desks and an ink and quill next to it um like a, a rough wooden chair kind of there there's a drawer just filled with general like clothing Nothing incriminating. And the last room on the top floor appears to be um, just lots of uh, like paperwork stuff and books about sword fighting and stuff like that. It looks like it's a little uh, reading nook. Hmm. I'm gonna telepathically uh, tell, I guess, Kyrie and everyone else. Um, I don't think <laughs> I don't think this is the killer, uh, and I'm gonna try and sneakily go back out the window. Make another stealth check with disadvantage because you're having to walk over broken glass. Twenty-one. Okay, yeah. And seven. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> with disadvantage, you go for the lower number, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. You accidentally make a sandwich. <laughs> We're just sort of walking inside and you just hear. Splats outside. Yeah. <laughs> as as y'all are about to walk inside, little bird peeks her head out and jumps over the the broken window and lands in the middle of you all. Satish turns around. What, what, what were you doing in that room? 
So, so you, you must be a villain and draws the blade again and points it at you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to draw my compassion pointing at her and just give her like a look like, really? Make an intimidation. Uh, oh, that's a big fat zero to intimidation. <laughs> 15? Yeah. She, she looks at you and starts shaking. She's like, so you are a villain. No, no, this one's for us as well. He's just a bit um, unpredictable. They broke into my home. That's their fault, not mine. <laughs> That's on them. Got a Sorry. To, to fix the window. <laughs> Look at the little birds. Do you? Shake my head like fuck no. <laughs> I'm sure we have uh, some sort of compensation for you. Sorry about that. You didn't... Never mind. Come come inside. She walks you through, um, like, uh, the front door to the right of you is, like, a wooden stairway that leads upwards and curves back round. There's, like, a, a room to the, uh, left, which has got, um, like, a, a training dummy in the center of it and stuff, and the floor's got, like, loose uh hay kind of thrown all over it she leads you into the back where you can see like a a cast iron stove and stuff like that and there's a table there with one seat she kind of sits down and puts her sword on the table and she goes so what information do you need to know well anything really about what you saw the other day i'm sure you know what i'm talking about um so I'll I'll start with Gillip. Peacekeepers are good people. They they protect this land. They 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 keep us all safe. I Boot appreciate liquor. that. Pardon? Bootlicker. <laughs> um but Gillip Gillip was different. Gillip seemed to be out to make as much money as possible. He, um, he was taking bribes from some of the less than savoury people in the town. Um, my father went to stop him years ago. Never returned. Peacekeepers did their best to look into it, but because it was a peacekeeper on a peacekeeper, nothing really came of it. Um, so I've, I've been training to become a peacekeeper myself, and I, I did, I wanted to take out Gillip, because if not for him, my father would still be here. I miss him dearly, but I knew that if I did something like that, then I'd, I'd be just as bad as him. Um, so rather than trying to get vengeance on him that way, I was... Trying to gather information to, to bring to the peacekeepers to prove of his wrongdoings. Um, he, he was meeting with some people that I, I'd never seen before. I, I've seen them on occasion meeting with Gillip, but nothing, nobody that I've seen around the town. Um, I, I, on, on the night of Gillip's death, um, I was keeping an eye on him. There was 
reports of him harassing some people for coin. Um, so I, I wanted to to follow and take note, but it it was strange. Gillip was just seemed to be doing his nightly duties, keeping the um the 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 docks safe. When three three people came out and were started talking to him, and I heard an awful noise. Um, I think it was Gillip's last breath. He he collapsed on the floor. One of the three pulled out a, a knife of some kind and began hitting him while he was down. I I couldn't stand to see the sight of it, so I I just ran. Where on docks can you take us? I I can I can take you to where he was talking to them. Yeah. Um, I've I've heard the peacekeeper say that he didn't have hands. Is, is that the kind of things villains do? Take people's hands? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> what are you saying? I was expecting you to go with that. <laughs> People do bad things. I'll, I'll take you to the docks. After about uh, maybe ten minutes of walking, she leads you to a little back alley, and she's like, "This is where he was conversing with them." After the initial, I, I guess, attack, he he ran towards the southern district to try and get more guards, but they got to him beforehand. And she leads you about another ten minutes away and points at the ground and you can see, although it's been like scuffed with dirt and stuff like that, there are some like red speckles on the concrete. Uh, on the concrete, on the cobble. Can do Gooey do something weird? Sure. Because usually when somebody checks for like... I don't know, tries to look around for anything in particular. Gooey's just going to almost completely melt into a puddle and just spread out over the whole area using blindsight as well to try to see if there's any anything that's been left behind by these people. As you do this, a couple of people kind of and just kind of step around you that are just trying to walk around the southern district. Um, Zatesh also looks a bit Mm. Um, all you really feel is or all you can really sense is the blood stains that have mostly been washed up and mixed with dirt and some like knife marks in the f in the stones themselves okay. just gonna reform myself slowly and then realize there's a piece of me that's on the bottom of someone's shoe. Oh, oh not again. And, and just just, <laughs> like they've stepped in dog shit now, like trying to wipe it on grass. Yeah. Gree's <laughs> just gonna gently run away and just try and catch up with them. Have you seen that uh, 
SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob has plankton on the bottom of his shoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I guess telepathically ask Kyrie or Ovani. Uh, Ovani, I think. Um, to ask what the people looked like. Maybe it's me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, asking you to ask. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, okay, I turn to Satish, uh, was it? Yeah, Satish. Uh, and I and I ask, um, Satish, can you give us a description maybe of how the people looked like, if you can remember? Um, I I didn't really see much other than the cloaks. Um, I think one of them was human. Um, the other two, maybe half orc. They seem to be wearing long cloaks. I only got a quick glance before I ran. Hmm, okay. So just to clarify, there was two half-orc and one was the other one? Uh, looked to be human. They, she didn't give you like a, a definite they were human and half-orc, mm. it just they kind of looked human and half-orc. They, they were all wearing... Um, Brown cloaks obscured most of their body. If if you want, um, tomorrow I hmm, okay. can take you up to where I last saw them. Gooey's just going to nod his head rapidly. I I haven't gone too close to where they are, but I've I've seen them go into the building. If, if you want, I can take you to where they are around about midday tomorrow. Um, oh. I'm going to pull out my notebook and, and uh, write down and ask if she can show us today. Hmm. With, with those kind of people around, I, I kind of want to get my house not able to be easily broken into this... There's some precious keepsakes in there. I want to find tonight. I can... Um, I'm, I'm not sure what these people are going to be like. It might be worth getting some, some, some things for healing or, you know, readying yourself. I'm just going to, like, raise an eyebrow and just point to my weapons. They killed a peacekeeper. It's still better to be safe than sorry. Mm. Where we find those things? Um, if if you're looking for health potions and that kind of thing, you could you could try the Blue Rug General, or if you you want your armor or anything touched up, you could check out Gorman and Beals. I, I've got one gold. She looks at you, rummaging through, and pulls out a single gold, and she goes, oh, if, if you're going to be helping, and you put in a good word with the peacekeepers, I'll, I'll, I'll part with a little cash. She 
she can hands escape my head. She hands a little bird ten gold. Well, oh, okay. That's more than I had when we started. Hey, I still have money from when my father worked. And he owns his house, so I don't really need to spend much. Gui's just going to kind of wander up to them and just sort of bring like one hand on the side of their head, kind of tilt looking towards the station. You know, Where is mother? My, my mother died when I was very young. Um, my, my father raised me for the most part. He, he passed away two years ago. Kuso looks at the ground for a second and then just kind of turns a little bit white and looks to everybody else. Do I have parents? That's a loaded question. Kuso's <laughs> just having an existential crisis right now. <laughs> just kind of starts shrinking into a puddle like hands against the side of their head. You know, we Zatech, should have we should have some sort of hand. container to carry you when this happens. Zatesh puts her hand on her shoulder and goes, Ev "Everyone's got parents, whether they're with us or not. They're always there uh, watching over us. Well, I'm, I'm sure you've got parents too." How do make bean men? Oh, that's a, that's a question for later. We'll answer that later. That's fine. Uh, ah, let's the bark and the beans. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking god deal. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we got two birds right here. Oh, hey. God. <laughs> None of that. I'll make a bean, man. Just a little bit green, shake my head at us all, and reform myself. We need money. Where we get work? Um, if, if you're looking for just a quick day's work, you could always try at the docks. It's just going to shiver a bit. Don't like water. Um... It's always worth checking the quest board in the centre of town. That's I think we have time quests for that. that have been issued by by the Imperial Guard to uh, help better the area and stuff, but you, you have to have an Imperial Guard go with you. We're on a bit of a, a tight schedule. I don't think doing a quest right now would be the most effective form of cash or getting a mm. job. We need to find this killer soon because of what was it? They might get hands, not to scare you or anything. Uh, like they I haven't done that throw already. Hands <laughs> in a <laughs> literal sense. <laughs> I might get root of you know how guards rotate their schedules, and if if we don't act fast, more crowns guard, not crowns guard, peacekeepers could be killed. Um, 
And personally, that doesn't affect me much, but I know other people, and especially you, care about their safety. So. I, I understand. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll... I'll give you another ten gold if you can wait until tomorrow so that I can make sure my home is not going to be broken into. We'll meet at the crack of dawn tomorrow and we'll make our way there. Stay with you. We, we have experienced fighting. If you're worried about people coming after you because you were there it's... at the scene, we can stay here and protect you overnight considering, you know, the, the broken window. I intend to fix the window today. I'm, I'm asking if you can wait for me to fix my window ah. so that people <laughs> don't break into my home while I'm away. Yeah, we can do that. What was the... Just because I've got it down here, but I don't know if this is how you pronounce it properly. Is it... Is it Kalia? Or Kalia? Kalia. Kalia, yeah. Okay. The, um, the harpy lady. Yeah. It was just kind of where a harpy peacekeeper would be. Ask more questions. Um, I I don't know what the peacekeeper um what the peacekeeper schedule is. It might be worth asking a peacekeeper themselves. Could we just sort of like sticks his finger up, use prestidigitation to. Make a small light bulb, and then goes and tries to find the peacekeeper he was talking to earlier. Uh, she slides uh, another ten gold this time to Captain, as like a thank you for waiting. Use this to get you by until then. Now don't spend it all at once. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> Close to the tavern, however much ten golds worth of booze I can get. <laughs> Why do you think he hasn't got any of the first place? He spent it all buying dinghies. <laughs> it's an investment. You should invest in hinges in this hinged piece in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. So, yeah, um, she mentioned the Smithy, Gorman and Beals, and the Blue Rug General. I'm gonna go to the General. Yeah, same. The Blue Rugged, Rugged General? Blue Rug General. Ah, okay. Uh, she says that it's in the South District, and Gorman and Beals can be found um, in the Pavelmire. So they're, they're pretty close to each other, apart from one's in the city and the other's out the city. Well, within the city walls, you know what I mean. Gooey's going to run off and try and find that elven person again. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's you on your own. What's everyone else doing? So Nyax and Ashley are going to the blue rug. Captain Ivani, what are you two doing? With, uh... Captain Ovani. <laughs> what? What? Captain Ovani. Oh. Oh no, is that what I said? Hi, <laughs> <Aye>, matey. 
Too much power. <laughs> too much power. Multi class time. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Why be one PC when you can be two? <laughs> yeah, what are you two doing? Well, uh, I'm going to the blue rocks, general. I don't, I don't know what Captain is doing. I'll follow. Okay, so everyone apart from Goo is going to the blue rocks. <laughs> oh, Breeze. Okay, so oh yeah, Breeze. You didn't mention you did. me at all, but I'm gonna follow. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> thought you were going with Ashley already. Okay, so we'll go to the blue rug and then we'll cut to Gooey. Got ya. Right. It takes you a little bit to find the blue rug, uh, but upon doing so. Uh, like the exterior of the shop seems very ornate and well kept like the, the wood seems to have like painted gold uh, like spirals and stuff along it there is um, like a, a beam that goes across the front where um, the blue rug general is uh, like carved into it now Weirdly scratchy writing in comparison to how nice and well kept the rest of the exterior of the shop is. Are you just going in? Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, as you go in, it's a split contrast. The inside is like ramshackle bits all along the walls on just wooden shelves and like a stone interior. It does have a blue rug on the floor. Quite a nice but well like trodden and well used blue rug um you see like a a little desk um in the back with uh, quite a burly probably about the same height as ivani orc lady um leaning on there uh just flipping through um um like a, a ledger of her wares and then marking some things down or crossing them off every now and again as you walk in, she goes, oh, Right then, what can I help you with? Welcome to the Blue Rug. Welcome. We would like to uh, look at your wares and maybe purchase something. Yeah, sounds good to me. What stores for, yeah? What do you have in stock? Well, she kind of gestures to the rest of the shop. If it's here, you can buy it. So could you tell us what's here? <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. Be good. Oh, right. There's there's an assortment of things. There's like uh, things of like quivers of arrows kind of laid along the wall. They don't look to have been like made to be sold. They look like they've been gathered and then are being sold on. There's like some some general like farmers' tools and stuff like that. There's like little boxes of uh, little clay vials with cork tops. You can see um, like a couple of trinkets. It looks like um, a pawn shop in a like rundown village where it's mostly farmers. It's mostly like tools and like hunting stuff and stuff like that. Is there mm. anything you like? Um, got what some... kind of healing things that they have? We've got some healing root in stock if that's your kind of thing. Uh, how much are they? Healing roots. Um, one healing root will probably set you back about. Uh, if you want me to turn it into 
healing salve, probably uh, gold apiece. Just gonna hold up my hand with my. Just ask for five of them. Easily enough done. She stands up off the chair, now taller than Ivani. Ugh. That's tall. Walks into the back and comes out. Her hands have got these five small clay vials in. She takes the five gold off you. Her hands, like, going from, like, the tips of your fingers almost halfway up your forearm. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm, I'm, I'm small. Yeah, grabs a, uh, grabs the coin off you and slaps these five things into your hand. With a little bit of force, so your arm kind of bends down as you do. She sits back in the chair and goes, Anything else? Uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I need. Well, um, do you have anything else that can heal someone besides these cells? We've, we've got a couple of uh, healing potions in the back. Oh, yeah, I would like those, maybe. Okay, they're uh, 50 gold a pop. <clears throat> I, I think I'll pass. <laughs> Too rich for your blood. Yeah, maybe next time. All right. Feel free to uh, peruse the wares if there's uh, anything you want. Just let me know. She goes back to scrolling through the ledger. Anybody else want something? Is there any better one-handed swords than what I currently have? Uh, there's some like worn short swords and stuff like that, but this doesn't seem like the kind of place that you'd really get decent weaponry. So, no. Not really. She notices you're looking in the bow. She goes, when, uh, usually, uh, let you know about competitors and stuff, but, uh, if you're looking for blades and that kind of thing, um, we don't really do the best. We, we do, you know, it'll see you in a pinch, but you're probably best off going to Gorman and Beals for that. I can see you're a great salesperson. And then uh, I'll just I'll just back off. Don't have to buy my fucking wares. <laughs> she stands up. <laughs> towering above you. Probably twice your width. Don't like what you see, you can get the fuck out of your shop. Obliged, and I'll just walk out. She sits back down as you're leaving. As this is going on, Gui, you encounter the, uh, the before, two other people again. Okay. Before I do that, I want to find a bakery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll an investigation. 19. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, I'm, in a, I'm a wizard. <laughs> I'm yeah, so... It doesn't take you um, fairly long to find it, uh, but after a little bit, you find uh, the oh, the pleasant pastry bakery. Um, it's 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 a contrast to everything else. The outside is very well kept and mostly uh, glass window, uh, like glass walls. Um, mm -hmm. 
whereas everything else in this town is usually just smaller windows. Mm. And as you enter, there is... Uh, the desks and all that seem a little bit smaller than you're used to. And uh, behind the counter is a green-skinned, quite short, um, but like hair tied back, messily, apron on, little goblin lady. She goes, hi, how can I help you? I'm just going to run in and see what looks like it's fresh. Uh, if you're looking for fresh, everything on the counter. Anything sweet? Uh, we've got a couple of sweet things. If uh, <laughs> if uh, if you're looking for sweet, sweet, we've got uh, cinnamon swirls and things like that. I'll take two. All right, that'll be two silver. Thank you very much. Let's give her the two silver. Thank you. <laughs> Slides it behind the table. Okay, I will take those. And then sort of put them... Actually, do I have... She gives them to you in a little bag. Yeah, okay. It's like that's a little good. paper bag. Okay, I will do that. I'll just sort of do a little bow and then sort of throw up my hand and press digitation, a small little firework. And then... All right. Thank you. And then run up and then run back outside. And I want to try and find Strange a flower shadow. stall. A flower stall? Yes. <laughs> okay. Roll an investigation. Oh, that's bad. Uh, seven. <laughs> oh. Okay, so it takes you about an hour and a half to find a flower stall. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, but you do come across, uh, like, a little stall. Uh, mm. And behind it is... Um, uh, a sap elf male he's got kind of like tanned goldeny bronze skin his hair rather than like um, just attaching to like the roots of the head it's almost like roots of a tree that branch off from his forehead and everything else and goes into like a long flowing thing like willow leaves but all the leaves themselves are like orangey and brown and like like autumn leaves colors um and he has like quite dark eyes and he looks at you and he's like welcome how may i be of service one white flower please of course a single copper please i will give him that of them. Takes the copper and hands you a single white lily. Perfect. Okay, I will now go to these people, the elven guards I met earlier. Okay, now you've had me come up with two NPCs and two shots on the spot. Got you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Ding Um, they're both then. Oh, you're back. Just sort of panting, like a little bit, just sort of put up one finger, just waiting until I catch my non existent breath. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, you know, yes, we're aware of Kalia. Kalia, where is she today? Um, if you have specific business with her, you may find her in the 
Purple Maya today. She's manning the front gate of Castle. Okay. So, thank you. You oh. are you are appreciated, and I give each of them a cinnamon roll. Mm -hmm. And then I sort of go to the one that sort of like blushed earlier, and just kind of put my hand up to the side of their ear and just sort of push the lily in. Oh, she she looks very flustered. Goes very red and hides her face and then peeks one of her blue eyes out nods thank you just sort of put both my feet together and stand in salute and then just wipe my hand away in prestidigitation a couple of flowers that sort of scatter into the wind and then think for a minute if I actually know where the purple buyer is <laughs> <laughs> the flowers scatter down both of them just being like hmm okay and then the flowers, like, hit the floor and you're still stood there like, uh... <laughs> Where purple Meyer Caspolt? Um, the purple Meyer is located on the entrance to the South District. It's where most of the common folk live. You can actually get there quite quickly from here if you just follow the wall. Okay. Follow the west from where we are now, and you should get there fairly quickly. I turn around. Treat, friend. No problem. I turn around, and then realize there and then that I've just ran off on my own. I don't know where anyone is. <laughs> I turn a little bit cray, and then I'm going to just slowly go back to uh, the blue rug, or try to find it. As you approach the blue rug, there's no one in there, and Vrufa's there again. And she's like, she kind of adjusts herself in her chair. Welcome to the blue rug, what can I get you? I'm looking bird. Um, if you're looking for the uh, fine folks who were in here before, they took off with some of the merchandise. I'm going to need recompensating for that. Five silver, if you please. Okay. And I throw five silver at her. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, believe they went to the Purple Mire. Kiri <laughs> just turns grey and just slowly flops down onto the floor. And just slowly thinks, I'm an idiot. And then just wanders Remember, if you touch it, you buy it. We just sort of slide slowly out the door and just closes it. And we'll try and find everybody else. Okay, so everyone else while Gooey's doing whatever the fuck that escapade was, um, <laughs> y'all are at uh, Gorman and Beale's Smithy, which is located in the uh, Purple Mire. Uh, there you can see um, a. Did I write down? No, I didn't. You can see a uh, dwarven man uh, sat on the outside hammering some pieces of metal. And there's like a um, an open doorway with no door in it. And you can hear like metal scraping on the inside. Um, I'm just going to walk in and just have a little look around see if they sell shields. Well... <laughs> How do you do, little one? 
just gonna wave at him. He waves back, tool in hand. What in particular are you looking for? He's gonna be, look like distressed. And be like, uh, uh, pull out my notebook and just write shield? Uh, we, we do shields here. Just gonna, like, mo like put my hands, like, fairly close together in most of, like, a small one? Like a, a buckler meant to fit someone of your size? Just not violently. Halfling buckler. Um, I'll see if I've got it. He stands up and walks over to, like, the inside of the house and he goes, Gorman, have we, have we got any halfling bucklers? And you hear a, no, dear, I don't think we do. He walks out, he goes, we don't have halfling bucklers, but we've got, um, and he holds out, it's fairly big on your arm, it's a, a halfling-like full shield. Mm. Like a, a disc one. And he goes, we've got this little beauty, though, if that's your interest. Can I, like, use it well? Um, are you proficient in shields? Yes. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you use it well. I mean, like, if it's just gonna, like, slow me down or fuck me up, then it's not worth it, but I mean, it's something that I can use. Yeah, it's it's mostly like a tanned leather one, so it's not super heavy. I'm gonna try it out a bit and then just like look at him like how much? <laughs> um that is Gorman, how much is this again? Gorman goes fifteen gold, dear. She's gonna look sad like oh, fucking hand us your pack. Can I get the rest of you anything? I'm gonna walk up and kind of just uh, say if I may lay my weapon down yeah I'll just I'll just put it on the counter or I'll just be like I'm looking for possibly an upgrade on this uh, uh, what do you have at the moment I have just a long sword uh, okay uh, he picks it up and like balances the weight of it and stuff and he goes Quite a nice longsword, actually. Um, we probably don't have any better than this in stock at the moment. But I believe... And he's, like, stroking this, like, salt and pepper beard. And he's like, I believe... Gorman, didn't we, uh... Didn't we send one of our fancy longswords over to Dooley's a couple of weeks ago? Yes, dear. Uh, the... The longsword of which he uh, blessed. Hey, there's a there's a nice longsword, probably a little bit better than this, over at uh, Dooley Scriptorium. You may have heard of it. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, would you mind telling us where that is? I'll just hold out the map, I guess. Hey, um, so where we are at the Purple Mire, if you follow it along to the um, west a bit. Go through the South District. Follow that path up. Go into the Windgate. The first um, alleyway to the north. You'll see a tavern there. Past the tavern, about four doors down. Dooley Scriptorium. It's, uh, it's there. literally, literally oh, five doors next to the no tavern, problems. Gary. Literally next to where we just slept. Where. 
we yeah, all but then you called us nerds because we went there. Yeah, but like... at this point, you see an elven man coming out, kind of wiping some grime and filings off his fingers. Um, he uh, comes out with this uh, long sword, uh, this short sword that's got all this beautiful gold embroidery, not embroidery, but embossing all the way along it that looks like um, almost like flowing wind just following the the main bit of the sword comes out a little bit along the base and wraps around the hilt and he sets it down in front of um, the the dwarven man um, kisses him on the forehead and goes uh, the piece is done um, you should be uh, around to pick it up in the next few days is that to me? No, that, I said to the dwarven man. Yeah, so... Okay, what's the dwarven man say? <laughs> he, he just looks at Gorman, at Gorman for a moment, kind of starstruck. He's like, oh, You never fail to amaze me, dear. And he picks up the sword and slides it into this fancy-looking hilt and sets it off behind him. Is there, is there any other orders for today? No, dear, I don't think there are. I'm uh, I'm going to take the rest of the day off. Okay, dear, well, I'll, I'll see you inside in a little bit. They give each other a kiss and he heads inside. I'm just a walking wallet, currently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to head straight to that place, what they've just said, because I obviously won't have enough gold for it. Uh, so... I'll take this <laughs> yeah. off. I've cashed Probably not enough. Yeah, but like it's two hundred and fifty. Uh, I mean, we do oh, have yeah, we do have mind. one Sorry. way to make money. Hint, <laughs> hint, sure. Captain Amulet. Hint, hint. Uh, if we can find another gullible person, but <laughs> you've already tried <laughs> maybe with someone who yeah. doesn't specialize in magic. Oh, okay. Uh, we could try that. Um. Oh. That that homeless person with that game. You really they think might... he's gonna have enough gold? No, they only had like one copper last time we went. Oh, fair. I don't know how much gold that guy has. He could be rich. I mean, little bird tried to give uh, gamble silver, even though they only had copper. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's a good idea, anyways, because if we keep doing it, we're probably gonna get outlawed. Save it for the next town. Yeah. Or a passing merchant or something. Or the bandits. Uh, I don't think they're going to want to converse. They will converse with my blade. Yeah. As uh, you guys are walking back into town in the South District, you can see... Uh, you, you meet Gooey on the way. Gooey's like just coming through the gates as you're about to go through them the other way, looking very sad and grey. And as you make your way up the South District, in the centre of the town, you can see another Crown's Guard just <laughs> hammering a um, piece of paper into the notice board. What does it read? Uh, it reads, Wanted. Brave adventurers to take out um a scourge that is poisoning our lands. 
Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it off and, and just be like, whoa, what a coincidence. And then I look for... Rewards, 150 gold, uh, must have an Imperial Guard to see that the deed is done. Everything has to have complications, doesn't it? The Crown's Guard who has just finished <laughs> hammering this in watches you tear it off and goes... <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to take the quest, or are you just doing this to piss me off? Both. Fucking great. <laughs> well, the next Imperial Guard isn't due for a visit for at least another three days, so you're gonna have to wait till then. Although, if you want to register it, we can do it right now, and I'll send him to you. Where are you staying? If you Do you want to take the quest, yes or no? It's your call, leader. He takes the paper off you and starts hammering back in. Fucking time wasters. I said you yes. Were quiet. You were you quiet said for nothing. Us. I said yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were quiet for everyone. Oh, you tear it off again. again. Oh. <laughs> I tear it off again. <laughs> he goes, right, so you're taking on the fucking quest, yes. whether you like it or not now. And he takes it off you, scribbles his name. <laughs> takes out the hilt of his sword and um, this this wax that he's got in his pocket puts the wax on the thing presses the hilt of his sword and as his, the hilt of his sword touches it it melts and leaves a seal on the thing and he goes, what's the name of your group? The Bean Brigade Of course it is <laughs> Brigade It's five silver to accept the quest What do you mean it's five silver to accept the quest? I, I guess we don't want fucking time wasters. <laughs> I just hand the gold. It's fine. We'll he do takes it. Takes the gold, passes you five silver back, folds up the letter, seals it. Right, where can I find you? When up. the Imperial Guard comes, he, he needs to know where we can find you. Hobgoblin Saloon. Right, wonderful. Scribbles Hobgoblin Saloon, tucks it under a bit of his armor. Right. When the Imperial Guard arrives, we'll send him on your way. Thank you, on behalf of myself, the Crown, and all of the Crown's Guard, for accepting this quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, um, I'm just gonna... He walks off, kind of like, fucking... Pulls out a pipe and starts puffing on it. Um... What now? And that <laughs> is where we're gonna end this session. <laughs> With Breeze being a gun. Thank you to everyone who joined, both players and listeners, and we will catch you all next Monday. Goodbye!